On today's episode, I am going to talk about four stocks that I believe are better investments than the overall market for me. And the way I chose these four stocks is I looked at a lot of fundamentals from the business they're hitting to the uh, the type of growth they're expected to see to something as their balance sheet and their valuation and stock price. So like probably many of my viewers, I put money into my account on a weekly basis. And on the, every week, I'm trying to find new investments. Sometimes it could be a new investment or just an increase in old investment just to increase my overall position size. And these are investments that I believe will be better than the overall market. Um, so I ended up choosing these four stocks today. And the way this episode is going to be broken down is first, we're going to do a quick introduction of each stock. We're going to do a quick revenue breakdown to see what markets they're hitting. Then we're going to take a look at their growth and balance sheet to see what kind of what, what kind of future are they seeing. And do they have strong enough cash right now to be able to survive during bad times? At the end of each stock, I'm going to give my thoughts on reasons why I like them and reasons why I don't like them. It's always good to try to see both sides of, of every investment both the good and the bad like always if you're new to my channel if you're a long-term investor if you like to learn about growth stocks make sure to hit that subscribe button to all my returning viewers thank you so much for the support it truly means a lot like always if you want to get in contact with me youtube comments twitter you can find me on twitch live streaming sundays at 8 30 you can also find me on my discord channel which is free to anybody that wants to join and at josenaharo.com but remember everything i say here is just my opinions i am by no means a professional so none of this should be taken as advice now that we got that out the way let's get started all right guys like i mentioned today we're going to take a look at four stocks and if you guys ever want to see when i buy my buy my stocks i actually post on my discord channel almost like five ten minutes after i purchase and like i mentioned that's free to anybody that wants to join you should see the link down below to my discord channel while you're down there you'll see a link to webull if you sign up and follow the rules we both can get a free stock which is great i mean what's better than a free stock like always, if you're new, make sure to subscribe and hit the thumbs up. It helps the small channel out so much. I truly, truly appreciate it. And let me know in the comments right now. Did you guys purchase anything this week? It's always great to share with the community. Some of us might get some extra ideas or some add some stocks to our watch list because everyone's sharing. So definitely appreciate if you guys can share what you guys bought this week. Or if you didn't, why not? It's great to share just the overall thoughts so others can understand how different investors are, are behaving right now. All right, so the first company I'm going to take a look at is Cloudflare Inc. And this is ticker NET. This Cloudflare is both a cybersecurity and a CDN company um, where they provide both those services. So year to date, Net at the moment has given investors about 242% to investors in, in returns year to date. That is amazing. Right now it's sitting at $58.29 with a market cap of $17.82 billion. So now let's take a quick look at revenue breakdown. So Net only provides provides this one service, which is if you go to the website, you can go pricing. Um, they do different solutions from solutions for CDNs, very similar to Fastly, where where it's it's something to overall the best way is overall speed up the internet for for users and applicational use. They also have a lot of cybersecurity solutions. Again, you can go to their website and check them all out. Here in pricing, they they kind of give you a, a 
a breakdown of all the types of services they provide um, for enterprises. They have like DDoS attack mitigations. Um, they have CDN, global CDN network. So it's it's those are the two major things, the cybersecurity and the CDN platform of it. So Cloudflare right now, their revenue breakdown, if we take a look at their most recent earnings, it all comes from subscription base. It's uh it's it's all subscriptions for those things. And unlike other companies, their subscription is a set price. It's not by data usage. So Cloudflare on the most recent earnings did $99.72 million. So it's a very small company, um, but that's up 47.9% compared to the same time last year. Right now, Cloudflare is not profitable. And let me zoom in for you guys so you guys can see better, right? We can see that revenue growth. Revenue growth of almost 50%. That's insane. You don't see many companies doing that right now. Now let's take a look at their projected growth. For the upcoming three years, on average, net is expected to grow 26.1% each year for the next three years, right? That doesn't mean every year will go 26.1. Maybe might one year might be like 50, the next might be like 20 and so on and so forth. But the average within the next three to five years is 26.1. Anything growing over 15%, a lot of investors consider a high growth. So this is definitely a super growth company. But one thing we do want to see is they are not expected to be gap profitable anytime soon. Analysts are still expecting this to be um, to be kind of burning cash right now. So if it's burning cash, the most important thing is we have to take a look at their financial health. So their balance sheet right now is sitting at about $1.1 billion of cash and short-term investments, and they have about $400 million in debt. So this is actually a very great balance sheet. They have plenty of cash to be able to pay their debt almost three times over. So that tells me this company, even though it's not making money, it is definitely in a state where it will be able to survive multiple years until that revenue growth will finally be able to provide positive returns to to uh, as earnings, right? Now, let's take a look at Cloudflare. What are some of the things I like? The first thing I like is right now with everybody moving to cloud, with the whole cloud business just booming all over, um, CDN and both cybersecurity solutions are definitely needed in this market. So it is great to that Cloudflare is in the market. It's in a market that is going to continue to grow. Uh, we're also seeing we're seeing that with that strong growth we saw that huge growth in, in revenue and that huge growth in estimated revenue for the upcoming years we also saw that great balance sheet what are some of the things i don't like about cloudflare the first thing is that market is booming and there are a lot of competitors in here one of the one of competitor i've done a video on multi competitors but one of their main competitors right now would have to be fastly so there are a lot of um, there's a lot of competitors out there and maybe one other thing is with everybody working from home it has accelerated the valuations on some of these stocks so some of these stocks valuations are a little bit intense cloudflare's price to sales ratio is 43 on this upcoming year and 33 for the upcoming year so that's those are some extended forward price to sales ratio so those valuations are pretty are, are are to me pretty crazy right now so with that valuation i do think net is going to be very volatile for the upcoming months the upcoming weeks so this is one that's the one of my biggest things that i don't like is the huge valuation right now and the ability that's going to be very very volatile we see it this past um this past week it, it was all over the place um it dropped about six percent and now after that drop it's up about six percent so so we can see the volatility in just the past five days has been insane so why did i purchase if i believe the so to me 
Volatility does not scare me from buying a company. Valuation would probably be a reason for me not to buy, but I dollar cost average and Cloudflare is a tier three stock for me. So it's a stock that I believe will do better than the overall market, but it will always hold such a small portion of my portfolio. So with any stock, I don't mind dollar cost averaging. Sometimes I might pick up high, sometimes I might pick up low. Unfortunately, one does not know when the low is, and that's why dollar cost averaging works. So right now, I ended up purchasing some Cloudflare um, and just increasing my overall size. The second company I purchased is MasterCard, ticker MA. A lot of people probably know this. Year to date, this has returned about 11.87% to investors, close to 12%. This one's a lot bigger than any other company we're going to see yet today. Has a market cap of $340 billion. Most of us know MasterCard, right? But let's take a look at their revenue breakdown. So their revenue is pretty much comes from fees. Total net revenues on this most recent earnings was $4.1 billion. Excuse me, it was $3.3 billion. It was down almost 20% compared to the same time last year. And right now, due to the whole COVID situation, a lot of people are are using, are, are purchasing less stuff, um, traveling less, so the way MasterCard makes most of its revenue is through fees of when their credit card is used. And it's not fees usually to the consumer, it's most likely fees on the other side. With a lot of businesses closed during this time of earnings, obviously it was expected revenue to decrease. So we did see a decrease of, of, of about 20%. Right now, I do believe MasterCards and Visa are, are pretty good to, to hold in a portfolio um, if you wanna have kind of that FinTech, but more in that, this, in that one that already has a huge portion of the market. So MasterCard right now, future growth is expected to be 14.5% annually on average for the next three to five years. That, like I mentioned, anything growing over 15% is considered a nice grower. So 14.5 is almost there. So I can definitely consider MasterCard a growth stock with those type of numbers. Now, one thing about MasterCard, unlike most, uh, unlike Cloudflare, Net, this one is profitable and is expected to grow its profits as its earnings continue to grow. MasterCards, let's take a look at that financial health. Their financial health looks pretty amazing as well. They have about $11.5 billion of cash and cash equivalents and $11.7 billion of debt. Because MasterCard does make money, I don't, I'm not as strict on their balance sheet. They almost have a one-to-one ratio of cash to debt, and that to me is very strong for a company that is profitable at the moment. So um, MasterCard's balance sheet is pretty great. Right now, though, uh, a lot of due to forward P/E ratios seem to be pretty extended um, for these companies. And look, forward price-to-sales ratio are as high as 20 as 20%. So this is crazy. Just the overall market seems to be crazily valued right now. Does that mean it's in a bad time to invest? Unfortunately, no one knows. And I'm not here to time the market. So for that, I dollar cost average. Every week I put money into the market. Some weeks I might buy high, some weeks I might buy low. But imagine MasterCard, a, a company that's a huge, huge company right now, 340 billion, has a forward price to sales ratio of 21. And then you have Cloudflare, a small, smaller company that's growing a lot faster, have a forward price to sales ratio of 33. So when you take a look at valuations like that, you can kind of understand why these valuations are bumped up, right? I'm not giving, uh, I'm not saying these valuations are right, 
right? I'm not saying it's it's perfect. To, it's it's the right thing to see valuation stays high. But when you see MasterCard, a company not growing as fast as Cloudflare, still have a forward price to sales ratio of 20, it just shows you how the overall market is right now. But like I said, you don't. I don't know when the market is gonna crash. If those valuations will come back down, and if the market crashes, is it gonna be? Uh, if it's, is it just gonna be a saturation, a saturated market where it's not gonna go up or down, or is it gonna be a market that's gonna dip down? So there's so many ways a market crash can happen. So many unknowns that for me, I'm gonna continue a dollar cost average. So what are the things I like about Mastercard? Mastercard, huge name right now. Everybody uses them. Revenue increasing. Earnings are also positive and they are increasing over time. What are something MasterCard's year to date uh year to date returns are only 11%, so it might not have it might not be overextended like some of these other companies right now that we're seeing. But what are some things I don't like about MasterCard? For me, the biggest thing I don't like about MasterCard is again these valuations and I think this is just the overall thing, the overall this is going to be a global thing that I won't like with many of them. It's just these forward price to sales ratio. These forward PE ratios are a bit insane right now. But like I mentioned, I'm not here to time it. So I continue with my plan, my plan of dollar cost averaging. So the third company we're going to take a look at is Cloudera. And this is ticker CLDR. This is a software company that provides software platform for data engineering. So this is a data, a data analysis, a data analytics clouding company. Um, so right now, this is sitting at $10.71. It has a market cap of $3.3 billion. So it's a very small company compared to the other ones we've seen. Year-to-date returns are om- are negative, actually. Year-to-date returns are negative 7.6%, negative 7.7%. Um, so we can see it's definitely... Um, it's a lot of people are going to be like, whoa, it's a software company. It's a cloudy company. Why isn't it overextended like everyone else? We're going to take a look at that in, in a moment. So right now, Cloudera only has their revenue breakdown is only shown as one thing. as just their main solution, which was their data analytics um, platform. Total revenue this most recent quarter was $214 million, And this was an increase of only 9% compared to the same time last year. So we can see this is not a huge growth like those other ones that we're seeing, those other clouding companies, those other SaaS companies that we're seeing out there. Um, but right now, we can see they are improving a lot. They are they now are available in big marketplaces like AWS, which is Amazon's clouding platform. Their annual recurring revenue increased 12% compared to the same time last year. So we can see this, is, even though it's not a huge growth company, is still growing at some decent levels. All right, so Cloudera is expected to grow 8.6% on average for the upcoming years. This is a little bit slow. It's not a, I wouldn't consider this a growth company right now, but the overall market that they're in is is pretty great in my opinion. If we take a look at gap earnings per share, right now, Cloudera is not profitable when we take a look at gap earnings per share. But let's take a look at their balance sheet. So great thing about Cloudera, CLDR, the ticker, if I didn't mention this, they have $431 million of cash and they have no debt at the moment whatsoever. So this is a very, very strong balance sheet. Um, if we take a look at their at their valuations, their forward price to sales ratio is 3.57 for the upcoming years. This is one to be expected one because they are in a very, they're not growing as fast 
um, compared to the other ones and their margins are probably not as high to compete with all the other SaaS companies that we're seeing but still 3.57 is a bit low right now their forward pe ratio and i did mention that they're not profitable right now but these forward pe ratios on are on non-gap basis and when i look at forward pe ratio i look at non-gap basis their forward pe ratios for jan 2022 is 23.97 this is actually not a bad valuation when i look at that forward pe ratio so what are some of the things i don't like about cloudera again they are in the market this data the data analytics market is one that is I feel there are a nice amount of competition right right now um, in this market. Another thing I don't like about Cloudera is it's not profitable in gap earnings and they are a slow grower. What are some things I do like? That's huge balance sheet, I believe it is pretty amazing. Because it is not a huge grower like all the other ones, their valuation are pretty good compared to the overall market. And because they're not growing as fast as everything else, they've been kind of like coasting on, not uh, they've been off the radar. So a lot of investors have not just bought this company, but I believe valuations, the overall market that it's in, are going to continue to grow. So Cloudera definitely made the list this week. The final company I purchased this week is one that I don't think is kind of a shocker. I did about two videos on it this week, and that is Fastly, ticker FSLY. It dropped five year to date. This has done amazing to investors. It has done 293, but from its peak right now, it's down 34%. So it's lost one third of its valuation from its peak. Right now, sitting at a market cap of $8.9 billion. Uh, again now fastly is this is a cdn company it pretty much the easiest way it helps speed up applications help speeds up internet for streaming and all for low latency um so i've done plenty of videos on fastly if you guys want to learn more about them definitely check it out so fastly's revenue was 75 million this past quarter and that grew 62 percent compared to the same time last year this is an insane growth company right any that that's insane i think this is the fastest growing of all the ones we've seen their 75 million dollar re- revenue breakdown is pretty much broken down in that one product of edge and cybersecurity um platforms um, so they, they don't really do much of a revenue breakdown which is kind of a, a bummer i definitely would like to see which which solution is getting what type of revenue revenue growth for this company in the upcoming years is 26.1 so this is a super growth company 26.1 percent on average for the next three to five years unfortunately it's not expected to be profitable anytime soon and this is a lot of things that a lot of investors should definitely know and these is on gap earnings per share so since they don't have any earnings coming soon, we have to make sure that balance sheet is super strong. They have $384 million in cash and $20 million in debt. So that's almost what? That's about uh, 19 times more cash than debt. So this is a very, very strong balance sheet. One Now let me take a look at what I like about Fastly. So Fastly, again, in the market, I believe is going to continue to grow with CDN and cybersecurity just due to the overall market we're in. The second thing is the super growth we're seeing 26.1% on average annually for the next three years, super growth. Um, What are some of the things I don't and, and the strong balance sheet, right? Very, very strong balance sheets. The things I don't like right now, forward price ratios are a bit extended. But right now with this pullback a 24.61 doesn't seem too bad when we look at when we take a look at the forward price to sales ratio of mastercard for 2021 being 18.24 
So even though I do believe they it has been extended with this pullback, it has definitely returned the valuations to at least a better price point. So it definitely allowed me to to enter um, enter in this market and increase my overall position. And let me just say um, right now, all these companies that I bought this week are tier three stocks. They mean that they're gonna i believe they're gonna beat the market so they're gonna help my returns do better than the overall market and that's what i'm here to do but at the same time they will never be a huge position of my portfolio and that's okay right because even a small winner even a small position if it becomes a big winner that's what moves your portfolio so the valuation is one of the things i i don't like them as much about this and again they are in they're not profitable right now and even in non-gap earnings per share they're not expected to be profitable within the next two years uh, the other thing is a very very volatile stock so if you can't take the volatility then this is definitely not a stock to look at because look in just a matter of a day uh, of a few days it lost over 34 percent of its valuation but volatility works both ways in a matter of few days this company has it's seen 34 percent gains in a matter of weeks so volatility both works both ways and that's something to show um so those are the four stocks i purchased this week i hope you guys enjoy it let me know what you think take care guys have a good night and see you next time